Hey guys, Rosie here. Welcome to the Red Pill and the Rabbit Hole podcast. Everything you find here is about fine-tuning your awareness and really coming into who you truly are, what you stand for, staying curious and overcoming challenges by being real, raw and unapologetically you. So thank you for being here. Buckle up, let's follow that pill and jump into the rabbit hole. This episode, I'm going to be talking all about when you realize basically nearly everything is a lie. That's probably the first big hurdle that you hit when you take that red pill and head down that rabbit hole. It's realizing that the majority of stuff that you were conditioned to believe as you were growing up um, is actually not true. Like... 95% 95% of it and the, and and as you go further in down that rabbit hole you realize that the stuff that you've you've been conditioned to believe is not actually your beliefs at all they belong to the people that have put them on you um, or people that have opted for the blue pill for the majority of their life or all of their life even and have taken on these other beliefs and they just stick with them You've got to understand the majority of people don't actually sit back and go, well, what are my values? What are my beliefs? Why Why is this happening like that? Why is this like that? That's not okay. I don't actually agree with that. So, like most people don't question. They do not question at all. They'll just see something, especially if it's in the media, and then they'll take it as gospel. Or if someone that they really trust, that they, they believe in, tells them something, they don't investigate it any further. They just believe it, which is why you know, so many things in the world are the way they are because that's that's how it's continued on by people believing it and continuing to believe it. Um, so when you realize that nearly everything is a lie, well, it doesn't, it doesn't come, you don't sort of realize everything into, you're probably about six months down the rabbit hole before you have the, oh, fuck, is anything true moment. <laughs> um, so, I mean, for me and for a lot of people, uh, when they first start, it was like health and wellness. So as I was looking into um, stuff in relation to health that would stop you from getting, developing um, Alzheimer's disease because my mum had developed it and what my siblings and I have gone through in relation to losing her has just been horrific um and it still is every every day um it's horrible and so I went that was what kind of kicked it off for me to be honest because I went on this mission I was like right anything that causes that I don't want it in my life and I was like super mainstream like I used to have stuff specifically in my cupboards so that if people came over they would see that stuff in my cupboards if they happened to open it and they would go right, well, she uses the good product, she uses the popular brand, she uses the right cleaning stuff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was buying it because I believed all the marketing stuff that there was on TV about the ads and everything, ads saying that if you had this, you were cleaned, or if you used this deodorant that, you know, you were some, I don't know, special, pretty person, whatever, whatever they marketed you to believe, I believed it. Didn't question it at all, believed it. And... 
So when I started investigating how to not get Alzheimer's and it said one of the things that causes Alzheimer's is heavy metals that are stored in the brain and one of the biggest culprits is aluminium. And so I was like, right, how do I get aluminium in my body? I need to avoid that at all costs. And the number one thing for that was um, deodorant, antiperspirant deodorants. And I was just like, but the ad said, and, and it just kind of like, it's really hard for your brain to grasp because when our brains like fully believe something, they will often take us down different rabbit holes, dark, dark rabbit holes. <laughs> um, see, the blue pill, it also has rabbit holes as well, but those rabbit holes are quite dangerous because they can lead you to places that are really destructive, like really destructive and really unhealthy. Um, and some of these beliefs that can take you down those rabbit holes like in relation to the, de- the deodorant, for example, that by spraying it underneath my arms, I was going to be A, B, C, D, and E, and that if I didn't, that I was a stinky person. And then when I found out what it actually had in it, I was just like, this, how can this be true? Like, And so it took my brain a little while to process it. Um, and then, you know, investigating other things. But slowly but surely, once you start down this rabbit hole, it's one thing after the other, after the other, after the other. It's the deodorant and then it's all the packaged foods. And then when you go through all your health and your your cleaning stuff, your cooking stuff, all that kind of stuff, plastic, it's just like, it's one after the other. It's like Pandora's box. It's just, and it's super overwhelming, especially like for me, I was so invested in blue pill life. Like seriously, I was so invested in ticking every single box that made my life from the outside in look like I had ticked every box, like I had it all together. Um, so realizing that a lot of that stuff, well, all of it basically was a lie and all, a lot of the beliefs that I had developed, like if you use that deodorant, you're a good person. If you use that cleaning products and that means you're clean – realizing that I had actually only developed that based on the media, not because I'd sat back and gone, what do I actually believe? What do I actually think? Um, And so I'm sure even as you're listening to that, there'll be areas of your life where you're like, well, I haven't even thought about that for this area of my life. Like even when it came to relationships, like marriage and, and relationships and stuff like that, I did everything. I've been married twice still married the second time, (laughs) planning on keeping it that way. Um, But I did everything based on that I was doing what society said. So the first time around, we dated, we were together for three years before we got engaged. We got engaged for 12 months. We got married. 12 months after we got married, we had a baby. Like, you know, we had the house, I had a business, we had a business together, all that kind of stuff. So in my eyes, I was like ticking all of these boxes and everything was supposed to be right. But I had developed my beliefs on that based on the movies, based on what I'd heard my parents say the right thing to do was, all of that kind of stuff. But it wasn't actually my belief. So it was a lie. It was a lie because I didn't know what I stood for in relationships. I had no idea. And so then when all of that fell apart on me, um, I had to figure it out. And so when I met my husband now, we were like together and having a baby within 12 months. And I was like against everything that I'd ever um, said that I would ever do. Um, But this time around, I was like, 
I'm just going to do what feels right for me, not what feels right for everyone else, what's not what's right for society, what feels right for me. And, you know, it's worked out pretty well. Um, so I think as you get further into this this way of living or way of thinking, rather, this awareness that you come into, it's just more and more things. And it's... Like, it, like I said, it can be super overwhelming, but the best thing you can do is just breathe, <laughs> learn to take some space for yourself, but then really sit with yourself and ask yourself, how do I feel about this? What do I believe? Well, I know that that's what A, B and C says that you have to do when it comes to a marriage or, or a relationship or work or you know, the car you drive or like everything. Everyone has an opinion on everything. And unless you take the time to develop your own values and beliefs, you'll either adapt someone else's opinions and you'll be so easily misled and you'll, you, you won't ever do what's true to you ever because you'll always be doing what you think you should be doing based on what someone else's beliefs or values or what, and they might even not be theirs, just something that they've adapted, that they've picked up. So this part of this awareness and this consciousness is really taking the time to just sit with yourself and discover who you really are and what you actually stand for and what you believe in. And I didn't really even know that, honestly. I really didn't know that until I had like screwed everything up. Everything that was my, in inverted commas, belief, I just like, it was like done, dead, finished. It was so like my life, I had got everything that I swore I would never, ever, ever have in my life by the time I was 26. Uh, Single mum, divorced, broke, broken family. Like I swore I would never, ever have any of that. And I had it all. So a lot of the time... And you'll hear this for a lot of people that go through this kind of stuff. It takes everything falling apart before they go, they can pull it all back together and do what's right for them um, and figure out what's right for them. So if you're, you know, just going down your rabbit hole, you'll probably find that there's so much stuff that you'll, you just, and you just naturally start to question things because that's part of your brain being turned on. So it's like, it's so important that you keep doing that though. When you listen to someone and someone gives a belief or someone's like, oh, you know, I, even if you hear someone talking about the clothes someone wore or whatever, they're like, if they don't like it or I hate when someone wear those clothes, it just looks ridiculous. You can go, instead of going, oh yeah, totally. You can go, hmm, it's interesting perspective and that's it. And then you don't have, that doesn't have to be your perspective. And if it is, well, why? Why don't you like that particular jacket? Is it, is it, have you actually ever consciously sat down and thought about it or do you just answer yes on autopilot? Are you not even actually thinking? Coming into consciousness and awareness is actually consciously thinking before we say things, thinking before we do things, thinking before we say yes to things, thinking before we go and invest our time somewhere, thinking before we go and invest our money somewhere. So like, oh my gosh, I like have a little addiction with clothing. But since I have become aware about what happens in the clothing industry and and all that kind of stuff, I'm really, really particular with where I invest my money because I want 
my money to go to companies that are doing good in the world, that stand for something good, that stand for some, like that have values, that have beliefs, that put something out there, a conscious, aware, red pill company, right? So when I go and spend, like people go, oh my God, I can't believe you spend $300 on a dress, blah, 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 blah. I might only buy like three of those dresses, which, you know, I still know is like $900 or whatever. But I would prefer to spend that money and have those dresses for four or five years than spend a hundred bucks or $200 even, because let's be honest, what is a decent dress these days? Um, Or even I would prefer to spend that rather than going to Kmart or Target or Big W or one of those cheap shops that have unethical practices where there's people in other countries being paid no money, working in horrible conditions just to make clothing so I can have it cheap. I would prefer to buy less and spend more knowing that I'm buying good quality, knowing that it's going to those companies that are ethical, that have morals, that have beliefs, that are investing into like charities that I'm aligned with, then just going and buying whatever. So, but again, I didn't think about any of that kind of stuff until I came into awareness. So all this, one of the things you'll find as you, as you step into this is it's just questions. You'll have so many questions and you'll be questioning yourself. You'll be questioning beliefs. It will get really overwhelming. And then you start listening to other people that have been around you that are still living in the blue pill world. And then you'll be like, oh my God, how can they, how do they do this? Do they not know? And when you try and tell them, they won't want to listen. Because honestly, when someone tried to tell you, when you were taking blue pills, you wouldn't listen either. Okay, there's no point in trying to preach to someone that is like juggalugging blue to blue pills every day. There is dead set no point um, because they're not interested in listening. They're not there yet, yet. Okay, so yet they may get there at some point in time. Hopefully they will, but I mean, again, the reality is the majority of society doesn't, um, which is why certain politicians and certain television stations and media outlets still make a lot of money because so many people take blue pills. Um, But what you can do is just be the example and just understand that this is your journey. It's not someone else's journey. As much as you want everyone else to come along with you, because you will, if you haven't gone through that stage, you will. Um, It's about this being your journey, right? This being unique to you. This is your journey and you deciding what your beliefs are, you deciding what your values are, you being conscious about all that kind of stuff and lead by example. Live a life so that other people look at you and are inspired by you. Don't try and drag people along. Don't try and ugh, put energy into trying to convince people. Honestly, it is exhausting. I still have lots of blue pe- blue pill people in my life, okay? I'm not I'm not immune from blue pill people. I have lots of them in my life. But I when I'm around them, I honestly don't bother with going into my red pill talk. I really really don't because it there's it's just no point. I end up really frustrated. I'm bashing my head against a brick wall. And I'm just like, you just don't get it. I just try and build my awareness so that I can communicate with them in a way that might plant some seeds, in a way that might help them to shift their thinking, to shift their understanding. Um, but I don't get invested in it. I used to because I wanted you know, to change everyone. But 
the only person you have control over is yourself. And the only person that you can fix, in inverted commas, or change or influence or whatever, is yourself. Um, no, I like, I use the word influence there. You can influence other people. You can't control other people. You can't change other people. But you can influence other people. And you influence them by being the example. So if this is what you're doing, if you're going, if you're living this conscious aware life now where you're going to be making conscious choices each day about what you stand for, what you value, what you believe in, then do it and lead with that and talk to people about it, but don't shove it down their throats. Just And do it day in after day out, day in, day out, day in, day out, because people don't believe you unless you're consistent. So many people will dabble with this, but they won't go all the way in because, you know, for fear. But just be the example um, and keep researching if stuff comes up, and it's a flag for you, keep researching, keep looking into it, keep getting your questions answered and find people that find like red pill people. Like honestly, there's Facebook groups, there's support groups, there's websites, like all that kind of stuff. There are, there are so many people out there. There's more people than you realize that, that are red pill rabbit hole people. Um, but you do have to go looking for them because the majority is not. Um, but we're out there. We're out there. We're here and we love, we love more red pill people. I'm so excited to do some interviews soon. So I'll wrap this one up, but stay tuned because the next one I'm going to be doing an interview and I can't wait to just chat more about how other people got into this red pill rabbit hole life and what they're doing and how they're navigating it. It's, um, it's going to be awesome to hear from them. So I hope that you've got some gems out of this and just keep doing you, being you, committing to becoming more aware and more conscious and your life will be so fulfilled in the process, I promise. Okay, so I've got a really big favour to ask you. I've set myself a pretty big goal of three people that I really want to get onto my podcast to interview but it is not going to happen unless this podcast blows up and heaps of amazing women know about it. So I need you to share it on your socials, tag me in it, go to iTunes or Anchor or both and give me a rating and a review. The three people I want to interview on my podcast are Brene Brown, Marie Forleo and Rachel Hollis. Right now, that is just a dream, but I have had plenty of dreams in my life. I've set myself plenty of goals that have seemed impossible to everyone else out there, and it's taken me a little bit of time, but as long as I show up and do the work and I commit, I've brought those dreams to a reality. But this one, I can't do without your help. I need people to know about this in order for this to come true. So generally, my dream, my dreams, goals take around three years. So if I do my maths correctly in three years' time, I should have some pretty awesome people on here doing some pretty amazing interviews. But you can help me. So please go give me a review, share a quote or something that you loved on your socials, tag me in it at Rosie Nerney. I'll be so, so, so grateful to you. And let's keep taking that red pill and delving down that rabbit hole because that is where the most amazing life exists for all of us. Thanks, guys.